Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today, we're talking about season two of Snow White with the Red Hair. Or, uh, if you want to call it by her name, uh, Shiryuki uh, with the Red Hair. Yeah. Or uh, Akagami no Shiryuki Hime. Second season. Uh, yeah, you got you got a few different names you can choose from. Um, they're all good um, as far as naming of what's going on. And it's it's focused around its protagonist. In case you missed it, uh, its protagonist has red hair. Um, I know it's kind of deceitful in, in, the, in the title name. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear Lord. Well, I mean, we left off when it was, uh, they basically confessed their love, right? Right. Which is where it was left off for season one. But before we delve too deeply into it, before this, we were actually talking about podcasting, the work that actually goes into it, as well as a general life lesson and how if everything were easy, everyone would do it and everything would be paying dirt. Pretty much. If you want to catch a part of that wider conversation, join us at patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. Feel free to join us there and catch that wider conversation. And if you also want to support us, feel free to go to our store, store.featuredanimepodcast.com. And we also have another store that we're kind of working on. It's got some preview products out there. Store2.featuredanimepodcast.com. I know. So original. <laughs> so original, right? And it's only for the experimental stuff, right? Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, it works. Yeah, I was going to say. Think of it like that's all that matters. Work. So, I mean, like, I've ordered a couple of items on there. I have a nice and nifty hat. It's a flex fit hat. I love it. I love that hat. I've got a shirt and a beanie coming. There you with go. With a decal now. There you go. So, uh, this week was uh, obviously Snow White with the Red Hair, season two. Uh, it's 12 episodes long. It came out January 2016, ran all the way through March 2016. So, it's still relatively new in the grander scheme of things compared to some of the other shows that we've actually reviewed. Uh, producers for it are Warner Brothers Japan, Clockwork, Showgate, Studios Bones, Sources of Manga, and genres are drama, romance, fantasy, and shoujo. So. I would say it's almost, season two is almost, um, it's got an episode two of Shonen because there's really cool fight scenes. There's not enough of it to qualify, you know? Right, right. So oh, I gotcha. I understand. Well, I was looking at it and it looks like there's also an OVA, but I don't know where that OVA lives. Maybe it's <laughs> available via DVD only. Um, just curious. What was the last part you saw? Well, the last part I saw said Finn. I went past that. Okay. So I actually saw it on YouTube and it's like an eight minute long thing. Okay. Uh, does anything imp- important? No. Okay. <laughs> Not even a little. Okay. Um, well, yeah, still no. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm just running through my head about what was happening and yeah, it really doesn't affect anything. So, hey, wait a second. 
You said it said Finn, right? Yeah. That means that it's no season three. Supposedly, yeah. But this came out after. And this is also what we talked about in the pre-show, that supposedly there is a season three that'll be coming. Although it hasn't been confirmed, there have been rumors about it. I, I don't trust rumors. That's not true. I trust rumors a lot. I just, I still want my No Game, No Life season two to come out. I mean, I trust those rumors so much. I know you do. Anyway, someday, 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 hopefully someday soon, but we'll see. Um, no, but like, so this story picks up relatively quickly from season one. And I kind of get the feeling you need to see season one, or at least most of season one in order to follow through with what's happening here. And um, I, I would agree with you a hundred percent because some of the characters or people that they reference are from season one or the interactions that they have are again, calling back to season one. So you, you really don't understand the dynamics of the relationships or the interactions of people or why they're making a specific reference unless you've seen the previous season, because they do call back to it. Like with the bird, uh, mm -hmm. Zen having that bird, they reference the stone how the birds list can hear that particular type of stone when it's a charm or bell or anything like that. They can hear it even underwater. And yeah. none of that makes sense to you unless you watched season one where they explained it and why those birds are so valuable and why Prince Zen actually has one himself. What I will say is some of the other throwbacks, they did a really short, I don't know what you want to call it. Like a, um, I'm I'm blanking on the name. It's one of those things that like a flashback flashback where they do a little a clip it of the scene that was important and it kind of explains what's going on, but not really, you know? Yeah. So I appreciated that, but it didn't happen often enough or in enough detail to matter, I guess would be a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, what I think it is, is I feel like they just wanted to give enough detail for you to understand, but not enough for it to really matter or be a focal point of the story. So uh, it was a fine balance. And I feel like it, they did really well with that fine balance for it. I can see that. Um, <laughs> they did have a few surprises. I was not expecting. Um, we both assumed that their parents, grand, uh, grandparents. Yes. But I thought the parents too. And then well, you find a little twist, if you will. True, but you also find out that her grandparents really aren't her grandparents. They're just yeah, it was a, it was a bit odd. Yeah, and and uh, and that's one of the things that I actually really liked about this is they they do something or they say something or something happens, and you're like, well, how do they know that, or why is it like that, or or how could how could how could she possibly know this? And then they in the next scene they explain it. Or they ask that question, so it has to be explained. So, yeah, for example, the, uh, Shiryuki looks at a man and goes, "You're my father," and everyone's just like, <laughs> "Like how how the hell does she know that?" Like she was she was raised by her grandparents and everything like that. And I love that they wrote in there that her dad actually asks Shiryuki, "Well, how did you know that I was your father?" Well, I saw you one time and. My grand and you know my grandparents told me exactly who you were and everything like that and you just made such an impression on me when I first saw you I just knew <laughs> that makes sense. So again, it's the explaining and showing at the same time that I found uh, that I find relatively unique 
to this particular anime. Yeah. I appreciate they're not treating us as idiots, but at the same time, they're not leading you by the hand, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I guess I like that kind of storytelling. What they, what they explain is reinforced by what you see. And it's, it's refreshing in a sense of, there are some times in storytelling where you're like, come on, man, there's three chapters I did not need because it's just filler. Speaking of filler, I really didn't see too much of it here. Season one had almost no filler. Season two. Arguably had a little bit. Uh, I feel like maybe a couple of episodes could have been compressed shortened. into one. Yeah. Yeah. It was a shortened for sure. And, and yeah, I agree. Compressed. So, but at the same time, I also understand why they did it. They, they wanted to really drive away or drive home uh, particular story elements or key points. It, although I feel like they could have shortened it. But I will say this, the attention to detail when it comes to the, some other more minute things really kind of impressed me. Like what? So Obi, when he's running across those uh, gates, basically that were down, held up by a chain. Did you notice that when he was running across them, they actually went down a little bit? No, yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, really? Yeah, I'll have to take a look at it because I didn't as down as in it accounted for his weight, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So they they were detailed, and I thought that was just one example of it. And I thought that was actually really well well thought out well planned it's like it's not something that it's like oh this is here let's just have it set up in that way and then he can run across it and have to not account for any physics or weight or adjustments it's these gates came down someone's going to run across them and while he's running across them the they lowered a little bit from his weight that does take a lot i would say a lot of I don't know. I'm not going to say backseat driving. Like, I don't know. It takes someone with a different perspective, someone who could sit back and watch something for what it is, not what it could be. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Because I, like Naruto, there's been plenty of trees we've seen they jump off of, right? Yeah. And when, when you look at them, you're like, that tree could not sustain their weight, but it didn't move at all. Yeah. And then later on, when they, the, the show had more funding, but like stuff like that, the complaints that were displayed were corrected. Like even trees that have a lot more oomph to them, still branches swayed when they jumped across. So that makes, it makes a lot of sense. So yeah, the, the attention to details pretty, pretty miraculous. Uh, just curious. Are there any other anime you can think of that are similar to this? Cause I got one in my head that are similar to this that we've seen. Yes. Huh? No, not 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 off the top of my head that I could. Well, you know what? What's it called? I can't um, remember the name, which is why I'm asking. I'm hoping you're not thinking the same thing. Damn it! It's nope. She, I got it. Yana of the Wind. You know the wind. I think that's the one where she has to go find the dragons of the past. Or, or do you? Don't you mean Yuna of the Dawn? Close, close. I'm right here. So <laughs> they they need to change the name to make me right. Yeah, it is Yana of the Dawn. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew exactly what you're talking about. Cause uh doesn't she also in that one, doesn't the main character in that one also have red hair? I think so. Yeah. We're just seeing more similarities I wasn't picturing. Um but yeah, that main character does have red Although, hair and whatnot. Darker red hair. But yeah, not not nearly as bright or vibrant. 
the personalities are a little different too, but the the, the storyline, the quest line, if you will, seems familiar. Yeah, I mean, I, I I can see where you're trying to get at that, but I would have to disagree on that because this is more so a story. She's not going out there to venture to try and take back the kingdom or or have it grow or anything like that, and she's not already royalty who had everything ripped away from her. She's striving towards a different goal and she has different, different viewpoint going on. And it's not that she's hurt because someone she loved was ripped away from her or, or anything like that. It's her being with someone that she loves her being with around the people that truly care and want to be with her and her striving for her own goals without the help of anyone else. Really? See what I think you're saying is she achieved her goals in spite of people not helping her. It's not in and spite I, of people not helping her. It's she achieved her goals even though people were willing to help her. And this is pointed out in season one. The chief yeah, herbalist every, said, I could totally, I can make her a core herbalist at the, at the word you say. There's no questions asked or anything like that. And Zen says, won't do that because I know she'll be upset at me if, if I were to do that, if I were to give yeah. her that kind of help. She wants to get here on her own through her own efforts, not because someone gave it to her. And that's reinforced there in, in season one several times. And it's reinforced again in season two several times because there are several points where she has the opportunity to say who she knows, what she knows or anything like that. And certain situations or, or conflicts would immediately dissipate. And rather than using the status of someone or using the social status of other people, she chooses to handle things in her own way or the best to the best of her ability more Stand so than on anything her own else. Two feet. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to guess the reason why I saw the similarity between the two, because obviously the stories are vastly different. Yes. Um, I feel like, Yana of the Dawn became a capable person, whereas she, um, I want to say Shigaraki, but that's not it. Shigaraki is from Shiryuki? a completely different, Shiryuki. Yeah, Shigaraki is from a different anime. <laughs> um, Shiryuki is already competent. She already has the abilities for her. Um, I guess the, the only similarity, the reason I see a similarity, not the only one, but the reason I see a similarity, red hair, female protagonist, and roughly four men around her, protecting her, kind of, sort of, and guiding her, kind of, sort of. But one of the things I appreciated about this carryover from season one was the fact that everyone seemed, it's recognized that everyone she sees, she seems to be around improves. There's an it's, old saying. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and this is actually commented on a couple of times. In the yeah. second season, but not only by by the attendants like uh, Mitsuhide, uh, 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 Kiki and Mitsuhide, but it's also commented on which we do finally see a king for her homeland. Yeah, he also comments on this, and so does uh, reuse the the prince, the first prince of her from her homeland. He also. His siblings also comment on this for uh, Tambarun, which is her homeland. 
Now, what I found to be really interesting, oh, sorry, uh, going back to what I was going to say first, there's an old saying that water seeks its level. And it goes hand in hand with if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room kind of situation where, you know, if you're not, if you're not surrounding yourself by people who are better than you at something or have something you want um, to achieve, um, then like you will, instead of you rising to their level, rising to their level, uh, you'll sink to theirs. And this is perfectly expressed by the fact that she's always prim and proper, not necessarily high class prim and proper, but her morality is second to none from what I can see. And the Prince of Tanbrun is introduced as kind of a dirtbag. Yeah, in the in the first season. Yeah, definitely. And then they have this altercation during the first season, which str- apparently struck a chord from for him in the second season. And this is further discussed and has some funny moments because of it, too. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I believe the interaction that his change was initiated by the fact that someone of equal power said, hey, if you keep doing this, I'm going to expose you and you're going to lose all credibility. And then he was always careful about interactions with her moving forward, you know? And she said, the thing about her is whatever she says to somebody powerful, let's call them someone of importance, it's always sincerity. She expresses sincerity. It's not forced and it's not, because the thing that she says to make him improve is, you know, as a citizen of your company, I want to be proud of my leader. So company country. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got one thing on the brain. Apparently work, 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 work. Um, no, but as a citizen of your country, not company, make me proud to say that I'm from there as a citizen. I want to be able to look at somebody and say with pride, that's my ruler. That's my ex ruler. That's the ruler of the country I was born in, even though it has no bearing on you as a person. Yeah. But, and he takes that to heart because you find out later, he's kind of vain. He gets a lot of screen time for a side character, but he's, he's very vain and cares a lot about what people think about him. True. But also at the same time, he's, also been, you know, it, because of his status, he's been kind of in a position where it doesn't, he doesn't care and it doesn't matter for him so much. And the fact that someone was blunt and honest and just forthright with him just spoke volumes. And this is, you know, the fact that he wants to be better and self-improve himself. It elicits some funny reactions because after that visit, he, they show him basically sitting at his chair, sitting in his chair, drinking, and he tells his attendant, he goes, hey, if I am lacking something, I want you to please tell me. And the, the maid's reactions are, <laughs> are funny. They drop and they're looking in horror. And then again, while Shiryuki's walking around with Raj, uh, Rajiv from, the, from her home country, the prince, he's sitting there, you know, everyone's just doubled up on guards, tripled up on guards. Everyone's <laughs> staring at him and everything like that. It's like that. My life is not a theater attraction. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's, it's funny moments like that. Make you feel like 
the seriousness isn't constant, but it actually is. And I like how they're able to build up suspense with the music just here as well. Um, and you find out Raj is actually a, a, a fairly accomplished violinist and dancing becomes integral in later in later in the, uh, the anime, but we, we never actually see it. <laughs> well, they focus on it because uh, it was pointed out that she actually doesn't know how to dance. And so she went through this training and it shows the, it shows him developing his character because he has this song and he, he has it choreographed and, and played for her specifically so that way she could dance. Yeah, she said that she was she has a very rudimentary understanding of it, and it it you're right. It, it does show his progress for the fact that he was willing to be very selfless and create something that would not make her look foolish. Exactly, and he wanted to entertain her and and make her feel as comfortable as possible. And it's not so much and and it's not so much that uh, she she's trying to be rude or force him in any particular way. She's showing him the due respect that he deserves or, or that he's allowed being the type of ruler, but she is trying to meet him halfway. Despite the fact of what happened at the beginning of season one, where he's like, Hey, you're going to be my concubine. And she said, deuces and split. <laughs> you like my hair so much. Here you go. Let me chop some of it off for you. Which I got to say every anime, every show in game, like, I, I want to tell you this right now. If I were to take a knife or scissors and just do a simple cut, my hair would not look that great. It would look like trash. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but at the same time, if, you're, if you've got something that sharp that with one swipe can just cut everything off. Um, Why not have it do it in such a way so that way it looks great no matter what? After one swoop? That's no, what I'm no. getting at. Because she cuts it, and then it's perfectly cut. I mean, like, when you cut hair like that, dude, you're going to have hair straggled all over the place. <laughs> it doesn't matter how sharp your tools are. It's not going to be in a perfect straight cut or anything like that. You're going to have, like, waves and crap like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could just look at TikTok for proof, because there are so many at-home haircuts where, like, we saw this and it looks amazing. And then they do it and they're like, why do I look like Tweedledee and Tweedledum's younger sister? Right. <laughs> but uh, uh. To, to bring it back, it, it shows that sh she didn't write him off and she was still willing to go there and meet him halfway and him being willing to actually try and do that as well really speak speaks volume and it yeah, it's, speaks it's for massive. the change of character it's massive and i agree with you in the sense of when you look at something like that and you know that character the voice actor i don't like that voice actor at all but i respect him because every character he's played every character that that voice actor has i assume it's a he because of the 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 voice, but I, I've been wrong before. Um, For which one? But um, the Prince of Tambourine. Oh, uh, Raji. Yeah, it's a guy. Yeah, that voice actor, mad respect because I don't like him. 
And every character he plays is usually a despicable character that will eventually turn, that will eventually become redeemable, if not redeemed. And that was how I was tipped off by, we're not, I'm not going to like him at first, but I'll, I'll eventually like him once I get used to it. Really? Yeah. Because that voice actor also did Koro-sensei for Assassination Classroom. Oh, I know. But again, I, I will say, wait, are you talking about the sub or the dub? The s- sub. Uh, I watched the dub. Ah, okay. I got to get it. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. know you were talking about the dub. I'm like, well, really? Like, that's done a lot of good work. I mean. No, I watched the dub. Um, sorry, I thought that was evident because last time I was talking about that you don't have to really pay attention to the anime. You can listen to it. And obviously I don't speak. Uh, I, I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I apologize. Yes. No, you are. <laughs> you are 100% right. You are 100% right because I've seen it both ways. I've seen it both ways, so I apologize. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a second, I'm going to have to reevaluate this because I love Assassination Classroom, and I was super upset that it didn't affect you in any way whatsoever when uh, that marvelous creature died. True, but the English voice actor does the dubs for uh, uh, Shikadai, uh, you know, Shikamaru-san, does the voice for him. In Naruto or Baruto? Baruto. I haven't watched that. I refuse. No, I refuse. Like, I flat out, I cannot. I tried. You can't. But we'll get into that anyway. We'll get uh, into that later. Uh, well, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later because I got, I got beef with that. Like, that's frustrating beyond all recognition. We'll, we'll talk. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> focus. Got to focus back on this. Um, but I was really happy that it came to an almost bookend. I felt it was a bookend, but you tell me there's a season three. No, there's possibly a season. There's rumors. Rumors of season rumors. three. Rumors. I felt like it was a solid ending for the anime, but the manga is still going on from my understanding, and so it's still continuing. I mean, like, they just had some come out this year, so. I don't know. Where? where uh, I felt season one and season two could have been incorporated into one full big season only because of the, flow. the progression. Yeah, it went from... I don't know you to, I can't live without you, you know? And it was, it's very, I, again, as I was saying before, the music creates the suspense because the story is very predictable. Problem, solution, conclusion, problem, solution, conclusion. I, I, I enjoy the fact that 90% of the, the shows that we watched or the, the episodes we watched in the show were completed in the same episode. We didn't have really, I think there was one conflict that lasted more than one episode. You know what I mean? So it wasn't a stay tuned for next week. Right. Kind of situation. There were, there were a couple that were like that, but they, how it progressed or how it had that kind of closure made sense. Yeah. You know, it didn't leave you like, what the hell kind of, it's just like, okay, well I know I'll get some resolution then. Very true. So, but I mean, I really don't know what else to add to it because I think we got it, most of it. What about you? I think we're uh, right there. So uh, on a scale of up to 10, how would you rate this? Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, do you like even or odd, sir? Evens. I'm going to go with an 8. Um, it was teetering between 7 and 8. Um, only because the animation quality got a little worse in certain areas, but it's understandable. And the story... 
while I normally would not be drawn to something like this, having watched season one, season two was a lot easier to get through. And it, it almost asked me to watch it, you know? Yeah. No, I uh, understand 100%. I uh, agree with your rating, too. I agree that it's a eight. I enjoyed it. I thought it was well worthwhile. I feel like they may actually will come back with the season three. So I'm not too disappointed, but I'm also happy with how it ended. It was it was an ending, but it wasn't like a a closed ending or an open ending. It was like it's just like ending and you can take it for how you want to go. You know, it's like, you know, that their daily lives are going to continue on and there will still be some uh, conflicts or, or issues. But, you know, they'll be all right. That's under. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. It'll be all right. Next week is my choice, sir. Indeed it is. Which is actually not my choice. It's actually one of our patrons choices. Uh, noob from our discord, who's uh, also one of our patrons has been uh, messaging me and telling me that I, we need to watch High School of the Dead. And so that's actually <laughs> what we're going to do. We're going to watch High School of the Dead next. I'm really surprised. Have you seen, this is going to sound weird, but have you seen um, High School DXD? I have. I have not. And I'm told that I should. Is that we'll something we that can later. review? We'll get into oh, that okay. later. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say that's a hard maybe then. <laughs> That sounds like a really hard, perhaps. All right. So High School of the Dead, it's 12 episodes, came out in 2010. It's a action horror, supernatural, etchy and shonen. So, but uh, I think this is a great spot for us to leave off, sir. How, how about you? I agree. Well, if uh, you enjoyed this week's choice or if you want to like uh, next week's choice, you want to give a recommendation, anything like that. Talk to us, chat to us. We have a link in it for our discord. Join us in there. You can reach us out, reach out to us in there. Uh, you want to email us featured anime podcast at gmail.com at those anime guys on Twitter at featured anime podcast on Facebook. And we also have a Patreon. Feel free to join catch some of the pre and bonus content that we have. Uh, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast or you know you want to support us via some merch buy yourself some uh, swag store.featuredanimepodcast.com and uh, until next time I'm Jack and I'm Rick and hopefully just like Red over here we can help someone improve eventually Indeed. <laughs> we'll see you next time how would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.